Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Before we start the show, I want to tell you about a podcast that I think we will really enjoy. April, are you secretly Googling questions about weed? Are you, have you been on my computer? <laughs> because guess what? How to Do the Pot is here to help with short weekly episodes that will inspire you to feel confident about cannabis for health, well-being, and fun. Mm. This podcast is hosted by Ellen Scanlon. How to Do the Pot is demystifying cannabis for women through a delightful mix of storytelling, practical tips, expert advice, all the things, April, all the things. So if you want to hear how women are exploring cannabis, you will have all your questions answered. So go and listen right now today to How to Do the Pot wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going right now. Go. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all. This is April. And this is Caroline. Turn up Tuesday for a quickie. <sighs> Guys, I'm having the best day. Caroline is drinking. We are drinking, actually. Crown Royal Peach. It's from Kevin. Kevin, brand new listener. He is so amazing. And he got us this new drink, and it's delightful. Yeah. Kevin actually let me request request. So some so y'all can do two things. If you want to buy us around, you can tell us what you want us to drink, and we'll do it. But he didn't tell us, and so in honor of my good friend losing her husband one year ago, his favorite drink was Crown Royal Peach, and so we are drinking in honor of KD. So we're turning it up for KD, y'all. Well, thank you, KD, and thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, KD. And I'm loving this Crown Royal Peach. It's it may be so my good. Newest, my newest. It's way too good. Um, my newest, newest. Okay, we have our... Okay, we just got a new situation that just happened. Come on, because we got an update. We just We've got an update. Before we get to the quickie, April's going to tell you uh, what we just found out about Kylie Rodney. Y'all. I'm pissed. Police. Hopefully, you're obsessed with this case as much as we are. And... <laughs> Just a quick review. Kylie Rodney was the high school girl that was found in her car, in the water, in the back back, like the hatchback part of the car. Um, And her friends were working really, really hard, some of them too hard, to figure out what happened, right? Yep. 
Well, police have determined that the death of 16-year-old Kylie Rodney was axa freaking dental. There is no way. There's no way. No way. Nevada County Sheriff's Office said an autopsy ruled her death the result of a drowning, and there was no information to suspect foul play. Is this same autopsist the one that's also the sheriff yeah. and the DA <laughs> and the coroner and, like and the, the chief of police? Yes, Listen. and the trash lady. I need to know. And the plumber. Speaking of plumber. <laughs> Y'all, small town stuff, you know it's always (sighs) sketchy. Mm. What are they covering up? Nothing about this seems accidental. She knew that area way too good. So, um, and we told you she went missing after attending that large party um, on a campground. And this was in August. There were search crews. They spent days searching for her, and then all of a sudden, Adventures with the Purpose came in and pulled her body out, and it was 12 feet underwater, not far from the shore, that she was so familiar with this area. Mm. She lived there for forever, so she wouldn't have been too drunk to drive in the water. Right, and I also heard that there was a $75,000 reward for whoever found her, knew of her whereabouts or whatever, and then Adventures with Purpose went out, and they found her, and they have not received the reward. Oh. They're not asking to receive it. However, they, from what I saw, they went back and then changed it to, like, something else to specify, like, they maybe weren't going to give it out to whoever. I don't know. But they did not receive the re- reward, and it's just... There's so many things that keep coming up that are just more shady about this place. They they need the money so they can continue to help these families. Like, you know, adventures with the purpose. Oh, so yeah. So to me, the like police they did department not, they did, put out a reward like they were really interested in finding right. her. Right. But did not count on anybody finding her. Where the money at? <sighs> Y'all. Accidental. Pay up them coins. What a joke. It's not accidental. That's it. How do you accidentally drive yourself in there and then you float to the very back? Yeah. No. Can't. It's not happening. Not happening. What do you have? We're going to keep following this. Okay. You know about Quentin Simon, the little boy? No. Okay. Quentin Simon is a 20-month-old little boy who went missing October 5th. Okay. So today, right oh. now, is like literally, this was like last week. Wait, how old is he? 20 months. What's oh. that? Two, a, okay. a year and a half old? Yeah, yeah. Little boy, little cute little boy. Um, in Chatham County, Georgia. And his mama is 22 years old. And her mom, so Leilani Le- Simmons is the mama. Billy Joe is... Her mom. Okay. So grandmama. Okay. They real country. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> so they've always had like this rocky relationship, the mom and the grandma. Leilani lost custody of two of her other kids because just, just because she got, she did. Billy Joe got custody of the kids. So grandma got custody okay. of the kids. Leilani gets pregnant again mm. and they agreed that. She could move back into the house with Billy Joe and the other kids. 
Oh, you're allowed to do that? I don't know if you're allowed to do that. I, I don't know if they so. knew that you could do that. I don't know how this works with CPS or whatever. I don't know. But you know how they are. They don't really pay attention to stuff until it's too late, I guess. Or maybe it's not CPS. It's CPSD. I don't know. Yeah. It's different in each state. Yeah. So Leilani works at a liquor store and her boyfriend, Danny, is pursuing a music career and he's trying to become a rapper. Oh. So it's really good for him. He's good for him. So they use a babysitter named Diana. Diana is just down the street and she says that the kids always show up um, with belt marks, with bruises. They're dropped off without like milk or diapers and they're just like nothing. And it just kind of signs of neglect or abuse, obviously. Yeah, is Billy Joe dropping them off or is Mama dropping them I off? I don't know. I'm just kind of giving you okay. the synopsis yeah. um, and, like, the main details of the story. And then whenever we get, we can maybe go into to it deeper later. So, but the kids also were found, like, out outside by the ditch, like, by themselves. They'd be playing in the dirt and just with no supervision. So... This is kind of a little background of what we're about to get into. So on September 7th, let's go back a little bit. Okay. Police were called to, so Quentin is the baby boy, the one that's missing. Police are called to the grandma's house, Billy Joe, and Quentin lives there. Billy Joe lives there. Leilani lives there. Her boyfriend lives there, and their other two kids live there, mm -hmm. right? So there is a fight between Quentin. Uh, Leilani and Billy Joe and then Leilani calls the cops and the cops show up and then she's like well I'm on probation so I don't want any trouble so she's on probation because she has a history of stealing and buying drugs all Leilani, the things right? Leilani yeah the next day September 8th Billy Joe wants her daughter and the boyfriend evicted from the house yeah so she files for eviction and she's like Get all get a, every get everybody out, and it's just there's no peace. We're just living without any peace. So then, fast forward to September sixteenth, the evictions filed, but they're still not out of the house. So it's still been a week. They're not out of the house. Whatever. They're refusing to go. And now a word from our sponsors. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house. Uh, do you mean? Could it be? The Walter House. New from Rogue Media. Two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there.
Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. fantastic new podcast to tell you about bros foes and heroes it's the two of us looking into the world of comics breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of and some that are just absolutely ridiculous yeah so zach comes up with a character each time and uh, i go into it just completely blind i don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything and and basically i guess we kind of go over their origin story and just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> bros and Bros and Heroes. Gonna tell you about frozen, frozen heroes. Gonna tell you about. Refusing to go. October fifth comes around, which is uh, on a Wednesday, and then this is the last time Quentin was seen. Mm. 5.29 a.m. that morning, Diana, the babysitter, gets a text message from Quentin's mom, Leilani, says that she doesn't have to watch the kids this morning. She's like, okay. And then at 9 a.m., she gets another text. This time it's from Billy Joe, the grandma, saying that asking if she has seen Quentin. Oh, gosh. And like 45 minutes later... A 911 call is placed for missing. Yeah. Missing kid. Yeah. So Leilani tells the police that Quentin's father took him. But that story didn't play out, and police eventually come to that they're like the father was not involved. By Wednesday, by that night, um, the FBI, you have helicopters, you have drones, you have dogs tracking you have everything everywhere they're looking for this little baby boy i mean 20 months old your baby they the october 9th they start uh so this 
place where they live, they have they have a pool. So they drain the pool. I don't want you to drain the pool. You could just look in the pool, but they drain the pool. They are looking everywhere. They have a brother coming in to talk about how he talks about how Leilani is li- like lies all the time. He has nothing to do with her. Leilani's brother or Quentin's brother? Leilani's brother. Okay. Um, and how the Leilani was ordered to pay child support and she's not been doing that. And court documents are here and there. And there's all kinds of stuff just kind of going around about Leilani. Mm. So October 12th comes around, which is yesterday yes and leilani was seen for the first time since all of this began she was leaving her mom's driveway blocking her face from the media because there's cameras everywhere this has already gone national it's been a week at this point she pulls out of the driveway and the person who was driving with her nobody nobody said anything and this is the last time that um that anybody's seen her since the little boy went missing okay okay So then that same night, which was last night, Mm -hmm. the mom goes on and she says that they, that Quentin is deceased. Quentin is dead. They have no body, but Quentin is dead. This is the, this isn't even coming out from police. Yeah. So there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of saying it to, what's she going on? She was like texting it to, uh, she's texting it to a friend and the, fr- I don't know, this yeah. it's goes viral somehow. And then the police say, we're going to have a conference. We're going to have a press conference tomorrow because we do believe that Quentin is dead and we, but we don't have evidence of a body, but here we go. So they do a press conference. They say they believe he's deceased and they name Leilani as the prime suspect. Of course. In his disappearance and his death, since they have no body confession or there's no evidence that it was premeditated, they ha- they cannot make charges and they have not made an arrest. And she gone. But they say they believe she's not a flight risk. Which is got no money, probably. Well, so then I was like, how are you not a flight risk if you don't know where she... They say they don't know where she is. They have to know where she is. Because I think think that they know where she is. They're not saying where she is Mm -hmm. because they don't want all the media to go over where she is. And then they don't want her to leave by saying where she is. Okay. Or maybe they're just like, we don't know where she is. So she thinks that she's safe in her hiding spot where they really know where she is. Yeah. I think. Um, They believe that his body is in a landfill. Oh, God. That's pretty specific. Yeah. So, like, they have, you know, they... I've tracked herself on I think I think they have a little... Obviously, they always have more than what we know, which they should... Um, but yeah, that press conference was just today that they said it, but it's, it's so crazy how you can go out and say he's dead, but we don't have his body or Mm -hmm. we don't have any evidence or whatever, but it's, he's presumed dead. Um, so yeah, this case just showed up like last week. to presume him dead that quick, which, yeah, and then because, and you know, it's not an Amber alert because we would have saw that go out. So they don't think he's kidnapped. Yep. Yep. And, so and I think the boyfriend is like in another state somewhere and they don't they don't think he has anything to do with it. He 
apparently just wanted to get away and be like, no, I'm not dealing with you and yeah. all your stuff. I don't want to be associated with yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, this girl's only 22. Wow. She has three kids. How? And I think actually and you're that she young. had another baby. I just got the basics of it. Wow. But it's horrible, awful. But that's Quentin Simon. Baby Quentin. Baby Quentin Simon. Like cute little, just a cutie little cutie and poor little baby. Oh. I know. So I don't know what you're, I don't know. Th- this is upsetting. Kylie Rodney's upsetting. And Sherry Papini's in jail. So whatever the hell. I don't know. <laughs> Jerry Papini. Oh, Panini. So that's that's all we got. Yeah, I don't even know. Good. That's yeah. good. What did you so they actually this is the day on um, the day that we're recording. The is, day we're recording is, is the day that they had the press conference. It's and also the day the Parkland shooter, right? Did, when did they <gasps> announce Parkland? How could I forget? Okay, yes, Parkland shooter. Okay. It was announced. They they had a jury or the jury had a verdict. Obviously, he's already guilty, so the verdict was... Life or death. Life or death. Sentencing. They sentenced him to life without parole, and watching it, as I did, parents were very displeased. Everybody in the audience was very upset. Um, Apparently, the... I don't know how the Florida statutes or what their rules are on this stuff but there's something called aggregated factors and mitigating factors okay and if the aggravating factors they have to outweigh the mitigating factors to get death and apparently they did not according to the jury whatever those may be i know i'm the smartest person in the room right now (laughs) um then later i find out that there was one juror that held out. You know, it's it, always. It was one freaking juror, which, okay, I don't know. How are, are you for the, like, getting death or uh, life? I want you to have, I could read my text messages I sent. But I think it I needs want to you be to have, isolated per, like, to me, it can't be general like i believe in it and i don't for every criminal ever i just think some of them do deserve to die but when they are not put to death it doesn't stress me out because i believe in god and i think he's the ultimate judge and juror so he can do way worse than we could ever do here yeah so i give myself peace though i don't you know what i mean I said and I wanted, I think he deserves about. a slow, torturous death, being burned, maybe needles in his eyes, and a catheter in his penis hole. <laughs> just That's something start. very painful. He just needs to, if you're going to, then again, I always hear that, I don't know why I always hear this. I don't always hear, but I hear that death row is like a pleasantry. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they have nice little rooms, they get these good meals. For a so, long time. Like, for, it's not going to be yeah, in like five years he's dead. It'll be, like, minimum 15. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want him to enjoy death row. Go and be miserable in life. And let me tell you. But he's probably in danger in jail. Like, just think about how much he's hated. Those little kids that he hurts. <clears throat> he's just as dangerous. Like, I think he's going to suffer more in Gen Pop. In a regular oh. prison. 
They're going to hate him. He'll probably uh, die before. Oh, he will get killed. They'll kill him. Yeah. Because especially if he's wearing those Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Yeah. They're going to, somebody's going to get a dumbbell and kill him. I'll tell you about Daryl Brooks in the next episode because we, I don't think we, we've okay. already, we've already dove into so many people. We just filled you up with so much knowledge. Yeah. We yeah. Thro- we're th- literally throwing knowledge. I use big words. <laughs> we talked about weed. <laughs> I just don't know where to go. Actually, weed is going to factor into my story on Thursday, too. So just keep weed on your mind. Oh, good. Yeah. Um. Okay. So before we leave, I need to ask our listeners. I know you love true crime, yeah. but... Are you a theater nerd or a movie buff as well? Are you interested in the world of fine art or the sleazy way celebrities break the law? Caroline, you're all about your celeb. I'm all about sleazy and celebrities. Check out Crime of the Arts. It's a true crime comedy podcast that peeks behind the curtain to shine a light on the dark and untold truths of the creative arts. What? From film set mysteries to celebrity murders and art heists, we look past the bright lights to uncover what hides in the shadows. Each week, theater nerds Lisa and Justin bring a surprising story to the episode in their own nerdy, pop culture-ridden, sarcastic banter. Join them every Wednesday to help get you over your hump day. Crime of the Arts is available right now anywhere you can listen to your favorite podcasts. Go tune in to Crime of the Hearts podcast. Love it. I'm there. Crime of the Arts podcast. While I smoke my weed. <laughs> While you're smoking your weed. While I'm listening to my How to Do a Pot podcast. Y'all, don't forget to <laughs> stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.